Welcome to another episode of the Swing By Podcast. I am one half of the podcast, Coral. The other half is my husband, Nate. Yeah, that's me. Yep. And welcome back for another sexy week. <laughs> so on, sexy. On the Swing By Podcast with me, Nate, and my pregnant significant other. <laughs> Very pregnant, yes. It's about to pop. <laughs> yeah. Um, Get this baby out of me, please. But it's okay, because we're preparing in the right way uh, to be able to do it. And by the time this comes out, we probably will have the baby. So it's, yeah, it's probably. cool. Um, but we're already starting to talk about it. I think we're it, maybe having all this time to not be super sexually active with each other and with, the, with other people has made it more desirable to do again. Because I think after you're all healed and stuff, we're kind of, you've expressed that you're ready to jump back in. Not quickly, obviously, but. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's going to take some time to heal. Yeah, but as you were saying, you're you're ready to start searching again soon. Yeah, I mean, we'll see how it goes. I don't know, like, I'm sure we're going to be super busy with the baby. So obviously that's going to be our priority, but mm-hmm. I'd like to eventually at some point in time get back out there but yeah yeah I think it was you know, I'm looking more forward to like reconnecting with you um having I think my we've connected trust me yeah we haven't had a our sex life has like right. definitely decreased right. because I'm just in pain and uncomfortable and huge yeah. like all the time yeah so I'm excited to like have my body back and like Hop on top of you again. Yeah, and just feel sexy again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I get that. But they get other, like, uh, what is it, M and B, what messaged us the other day. I think we were talking about it, and they were just like, oh, just want to let you know when you have the baby, if you need any help out with the baby, to babysit, whatever. It's like, I don't think we're going to be hitting you up to babysit because we're probably going to be wanting to fuck you when we want a babysitter <laughs> for the baby. So Yeah. Probably. So I think that's a little bit more desirable than than actual babysitter. But it sounds like we, I mean, it's people say it before, like, oh, if you ever need help or a babysitter or whatever, but I'm anxious to see how that works out once we actually get into the midst of things. Well, I'm just the type of person that hates asking for help. Right. So, like, I, you know, people offer, you know, and it's just like, uh, I don't know if I'll actually take you up on that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean... Like, because I don't want to, like, you know, overstep our, like, uh, people willing us willing to help us out, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't want to take advantage of that. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, but for this episode today, <laughs> I want to talk, talk more about uh, some lifestyle stuff, like we usually do. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Um, well, first off, you posted a photo of us on our Twitter. On our Twitter, and I think on the Reddit, because what, what did we say? If we passed 600 followers that we would do it? Or on something? Twitter. On yeah. Twitter. And then, here, let me open it up real quick. I think we're actually up to, uh, it's here, don't worry. <laughs> um, we're up to 750 almost. Wow. So we Holy kind shit. of surpassed it with flying colors. Mm-hmm. That being said, I have been more active on our Twitter page and stuff like that and Reddit and trying to, I don't know, put 
make our presence a little bit more and, and stuff like that. So we were there, but for our late photo, we decided to post a nice little sexy bathing suit photo of you. I'm shirtless in it too. So. I actually don't like that photo. You approved it, whatever. I know, but I didn't really look at it. Well, you can know. post it. You can post a new one next. Because I was like four months pregnant in that photo. I know, and you still so. look fucking good. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so you can post the next one, and then we'll see about that. Because that one's over. It's still giving, a, getting a lot of love and everything. So. Well, that's nice. Thank yeah. you. So people are are liking us and saying we look sexy. So if you want to put a body, I guess, to our voices, we're there on Twitter and and Reddit. We've been getting a lot of love and stuff like that. So thank you guys for for following us like crazy. It's awesome just to see how many fans we've been getting. A lot of like uh, less questions lately and more just feedback. Not yeah, praise, I guess, for mostly for having a presence in the bisexual swinger portion of the community, which I guess is lacking because you have. I mean, you have podcasts that are about bisexuality and LGBT stuff, and then you have lots of podcasts in the swinger community and stuff like that but there's very very few that close the gap in between and stuff like that and mm. yeah so I, I i think we've been i want to start doing some more polls and stuff like on our twitter just try to get you know a little bit of feedback uh on our end of everything else so mostly i think about like how people look at bisexual people like i think i posted one today that was just about, oh, how, where do you usually find couples? Or, or I post, I guess, since this comes out, I posted one a couple weeks ago <laughs> um, about, like, where people find most couples. But I want to start posting more, like, like oh, uh, like, how would you feel if you saw same-sex male play at a swingers club? You know what I mean? Because I feel like that'll... Well, I think the polls are going to be skewed because it's going to be people that are following our podcast because they're specifically into that. That's true, but I'm trying to like you know make it I a mean? point to do like follow a lot of the swingers. So we're getting a lot of like swinger feedback too. Um, I could also post a, a little bit on the swingers, like Reddit group, I guess. Yeah. To see what the polls and that might get be our a little bit less trolls skewed. out of the woodwork and we'll. <laughs> well, yeah. We got some uh, haters on Reddit. <laughs> I mean, not as much lately, though. No. Um, there it's been was, a while. I mean, I, I, I was talking... <laughs> In the to, beginning, we, you know... Yeah, I was talking to somebody... Not talking to somebody, but I was reading a post about uh, somebody about, like... Because I guess there's been... A, there, or the, not been, but there, there always has been a lot of, um, I don't know different views towards bisexual guys in swingers couple like where let's let's say a girl is bisexual in the lifestyle which most are no one's gonna bat an eye no one's gonna not play with them yeah of course but there's a lot of girls that are like well i'm not gonna play with a guy who's played with a guy that's weird yeah i think so too <laughs> Because and that doesn't make sense to me, but uh, the it, the reality is there is just a lot of girls that will refuse to play with bi guys for that specific reason. Even if they're like not at that moment playing with a man. Yeah, yeah, and and <laughs> and, and that broke down to a like lot. That's interesting. Yeah, and that broke down to a lot of like, I don't know, breaking it down a little bit further about like swinger couples who. Like with, where there's bi couples, um, a lot of them in the beginning they'll post like on their dating profile 
Like the guy won't necessarily put by, or maybe he'll put flexible or something like that, but he won't put by because curious it, or something. It's well, it scares away a lot of the straight couples and that won't play with them. Well, I think there's a lot of um, like underlying, I wouldn't say homophobic feelings, but like, you know, I think there's some men in straight couples that are like, like super macho masculine and uh, they just like cringe at the thought of like possibly swinging with another couple where the guy's like, I wouldn't say make advances or passes, obviously, but like someone that has a tendency to like other men. Yeah. You know, like super macho men, like, no, nah, dude, fuck that. Like, I don't even want to like see you naked. I don't want you to be there. Like, I just want to fuck your girl. Yeah. And I was posting, I think I was posting on that because somebody was like, oh, like, what do you, how do you feel about when you see if, if like dating a person who in their couple profile, it says that they're a bi couple. And then there was like a lot of people just like, well, we're not going to date them. Like we're not going to see them. And then like, I broke it down to one of the comments and, cause he was like, there was obviously more to it than that in his post. Even but, if just straight play happened, but it was homophobic a little bit. That is, so I, I like comment. Yeah, on it. I was like, oh, I was like, okay, let's scenario time. Let's say, uh, you meet a couple, you play with them, but then and you have a really good time. Everybody loves it. Uh, no same sex crossover or any of that stuff. And then later you. But come- it's fine if the girls kiss, dude. Cause that's no. cause that's hot. And then I said, well, you later find out that that uh, that he he's bisexual and and the straight guy. No, not the straight guy, but the couple that you played oh, with. Oh, okay. Is bisexual then. Um, how would you feel about that? Would you just not play it again? Even with if uh, same-sex play is still obviously not expected. And then, oh yeah, he didn't comment publicly. He private messaged me on the side and just goes, in response to your question, if boundaries were set and there was no male-to-male interaction contact, I say play on. So it was like, okay, so why... I don't know why you're going to message me on the side for this because obviously it's making yourself look like a better person if you say that on the outside. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe he doesn't want people in his Reddit history being like, oh, well, you said this one time that that's okay. Like, Maybe. I don't, I don't know. know. But yeah, I, I just don't. I, I, that's that's why a lot of people don't put that they're bi in their profile, which kind of sucks for us who are very openly bi and looking for that. And that makes you an asset when we're actually looking for couples to play with. Because if you are actually curious or bi or, or flexible and you just put straight, we're more likely to pass on you. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> uh, it kind of sucks in the way because you're looking for more s- people to play with and you feel like you're going to get more straight, but then you're not going to get the type of play that you always want. Mm-hmm. So we'll play with some straight couples, but we definitely prefer the bi ones. Yeah. I think it would make it better. So um, that side from the fact, uh, like I was going through on today, obviously we'll do questions and stuff like that. Uh, we've received a lot of praise and, and, and stuff. So a thank you to everybody that's reached out and just has uh, said all the kind words and stuff like that. Uh, we appreciate you just... Uh, giving us a shout out and saying hey and yeah it's sh- nice and showing appreciation um obviously we'd like to hear more of your stories and more questions so if you want to do that 
go ahead and hit us up at swingbypodcast at gmail.com. Um, you can also send us a text or leave us a voicemail at 925-307-9464. That's 925-30-SWING. So if you want to... Plus one if you're outside of America. Yeah, sure. Um, so go ahead and pop in. You can slip into our DMs on Reddit. Also at Swing By um, Podcast or on Twitter at Swing By Podcast. That's where we've been getting all the stuff. Um, if you want to check out the picture that we posted, go ahead there too. On this well, ep- And then you got a poll going. And we got a poll What's going. The poll? Well, by the time this comes out, the poll is going to be finished. So uh, we'll talk about the final results of the poll. But I want to know, and you could send us a private message. If you missed the poll, go ahead and send us a private message and tell us about your most. Uh, uh, your easiest experience with meeting a couple or meeting couples like what has have you found that has worked the best because i think that's what everybody who's getting into the lifestyles main burning question is i mean especially if we you're, get that question a lot yeah especially if you're you're looking for bi couples i think would that's adding another layer to this so uh go ahead and reach out to us and let us know what you think um in your experience as a couple where have you had the most success meeting other couples to play with um and I kind of bunched a couple together here, like swingers apps slash the internet. I think we could put that all in the same category. Um, Sure, yeah. um, Sex clubs or resorts, that's one. Um, Parties, which hasn't been getting much love here yet. We've never been to a party, so we can't attest to any of that yet. Or organically in the wild, which for us is the most difficult. I don't (laughs) think we've ever Uh, found somebody organically in the wild. It's always been at something or another so um yeah check that out uh send us a message see what you think um and yeah so should we get to some questions oh the topic we're going to be talking about today we're gonna since we had that poll i think we haven't really covered the finishing touches of our our swing club experiences Mm -hmm. so we'll talk about the second and third time we've been to the swing club here in town and then um yeah i think we can i think we can talk about what we experienced there and why we don't they're not our favorites <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they haven't always worked for us and and stuff like that so let's get to questions um we just had this one that came oh this isn't a question i think it was this one we'll start off with not a question, but this is we have a there's a swingers help Twitter group, so shout out to them. Go follow them. They always give a lot of really good solid info and stuff like that. And they always will give us like extra little oomphs to our our stories and more solid detail of what we talk about here. Because as we say, input input or facts. There, there's a lot okay. of facts there. Because as we say, we're not. We're not pros in this by any way. We just talk, and, and we're still really young and new to the lifestyle. I mean, we've only been in the lifestyle for seven or eight years. So um, we are still experiencing it, and we're still pretty young, and we're still finding our footing. We do have more experiences than a lot of people, but everything that we're talking about is from our personal experiences and our desires, mm-hmm. which I think is also important, which everybody likes different things we're not necessarily into kink but that's not that doesn't mean that there's other swingers not into it a lot of them are but it's just not our thing so this is from our perspective and what our thing is and how we feel when people come across our table 
and hopefully it makes it easier for other people looking to get into the lifestyle. Um, anyway, so they they hit us up based on the last episode where we talked about desire because we talked about wristbands and stuff like that. And I don't know if we said because the, the resort for people yeah, that don't know Desire Swingers Resort down in Mexico, and they just wanted to let us know that Desire does have different color wristbands with the with the it's it's based on the membership level and not the play status because and I I think I knew that I th- there was because we got the I yellow don't one remember we got a yellow one and there were cool ones I mean, but we went there in 2019 so yeah so yellow yellow's for first time guests white is for returning guests brown is for timeshare members blue is for day plat past visitors some swingers club parties do give out different color wristband to signal soft swap full swap or open to buy play. Yeah, I think that should be implemented a lot more. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Hope the rest of your pregnancy goes smoothly Thank with you. the least amount of discomfort. Yeah, they they also they also gave us a little bit more information about the sex and drugs including meth subject. Uh, oh, I don't I don't okay. know if we shouted them out well because we talked we de- I definitely think we no, brought we it up did. on the show, yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah, yeah. So and they they gave some sites that they could do there too. So they could go much deeper than swingers, and do talk about the bi-s uh, relationship part of it, too. So just wanted to give them a shout-out real quick, and thank you guys for all the help, and, and thanks for supporting us. Uh, let's move on to to some other stuff. Okie dokie. Um, okay, go ahead. Uh, this is on the Swinger Newbies Reddit. Um, this is Friends with Benefits. My fiance and I have been dabbling in the lifestyle over this last year, and we have had a lot of fun. At the same time, it seems like a lot of places we have gone as far as clubs go seems to be really clicks. Like there's oh, there's groups. there's like groups. Okay, like yeah, got you. Uh, we are from Western Pennsylvania. I'm f- yeah, I'm from there that around that area too, so shout out. Mm-hmm. Uh so we don't really have a lot of club options that are nearby, so when we do go so when we do get time in our busy lives to get a night out, we don't want to spend it trying to work conversation into a group of people and we don't want to sit around all night either and just wait and hope a couple or female shows interest. We were members on a website which was fun for a bit but then got kind of stale. We aren't a bad-looking couple, but we definitely are looking for advice as far as making more friends in the lifestyle in our area, so we aren't always just feeling like a third wheel. If anyone has any advice or is looking to start a new friendships, let us know. Yeah. So, uh, with our experience with clubs, it definitely is very clicky. I think it's... it. You see, it's definitely clicks. Well, there's <laughs> like... "Quote unquote regulars there." I mean, I think mostly regulars. Yeah, frequent those places. There's a lot of people that'll go there every other weekend, pretty much. So wow, yeah. So I mean, and it's it's the way that the way that the clubs mostly work is they are membership based usually, and I think that's to get around a lot of like legal laws and stuff like that because well, you can't just let random dudes walk off the street and come in. That's well, that's part of it too. That and I think like. If you're, if you have a club going, mm-hmm. and you have a membership in a club, then you can go and you can have sex or whatever. But then if you, if you, but if you don't have like the whole club aspect and it's set up almost like a strip club where people can just walk in and have sex, then I think that ends up falling under the category of 
Like sex what? work. Oh, okay. So, which is illegal in most places. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think making it a sex club and making it so it's like, okay, well, there's no money exchanged for that. And that's why they're not allowed to serve alcohol too, where there's sexual activity happening on a lot of these places. Um, so a lot of it's mostly just, it's membership based to keep the place open. So you'll play, pay a yearly. And then usually you'll, you'll like put in a donation or something each visit. Mm -hmm. Like you have to do that for each visit too. Um, and then you can go and then, that gets around the legality of it. But I think in doing that, since it is a club status, people treat it like a club status and they want to get their yearly's money's worth. So they will go every week or every other week or at least once a month. And in doing so, those regulars meet the clicks. They find the people that they like. They see the people that are there and they get to know them. And it's been very clicky every time we've gone. Yeah. You see bunches of groups, like big bunches of groups always meeting up and stuff like that. Well, I mean, I think that's like with any type of club, it's like, or place that people frequent, like you're going to eventually make friends with people and then form cliques. Yeah. But I think for these people specifically, I think like, since you're already on Reddit, like we have like a local like swinger group. Yeah. Um, it's like SoCal swingers. Um, I'm sure there's something like, like that for your area too, that might be able to you might be able to find people. Yeah. Yeah. Starting at clubs is hard because it's like, it's super intimidating and starting to go through that. So, I mean, for us, the best option in doing all that stuff goes is like, we said we would go back to a club, but we would at this point wouldn't want to go unless we bring a swinger friends of ours. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're saying like, well, next time we go back, it's probably going to be with our swinger friends. And that way, at least we have people to, not necessarily to have to play with them, but to go back to if like it's too intimidating to go up to anybody else or is too clicky. At least we have our own little circle, even if it's just one other yeah. couple. I mean, you and I both have a lot of trouble approaching people. <laughs> exactly. So having somebody that you know is definitely going to soften the nerves. And you can kind of make a game out of it too, I think. So maybe find, find a couple like on the internet or something that you start to play with that you just are comfortable with. And once you make a friend out of a, a swinger couple, then you can yeah, start Yeah, you can start your own click at this club. Yeah, that's Fuck what I mean. those other clicks. Yeah. Well, you can, you, can get <laughs> cli you can get clicky with them too, but I think we're... Uh, we've never really seen a click that we're just like, oh, I like everybody in it. But looking at... I mean, I don't know any of them, but our age group thing is a huge barrier for us. Well, also, I'm just very picky too, so... Yeah, but our age group... Uh, it, it is it's just a big barrier and it doesn't really match up with everybody so that's more intimidating for us too because we don't want to click start clicks or join clicks <laughs> with people that we know we're not going to be sexually into or attracted to off the bat <laughs> if that makes sense <laughs> i mean yeah but you can still have conversations with people yeah i mean you can definitely have conversations with people but yeah i would say <laughs> I would say start. I don't there. think that was the best advice, but I mean, I think it is. Find your own friends <laughs> outside of the club. Start your own click. <laughs> I think that's a great advice. Okay. Start your own click. You can try to get clicky with them, but if you're if you're new to the club scene or you're new to the lifestyle, I mean, they're mostly just asking how to meet people. Internet. Okay. <laughs> that's what we say. The internet first. <laughs> um, couple questions. Um, okay, couple of questions. 
How long after an experience do you message the other couple? How often do you chat with that couple that you plan on hanging out with regularly? Um, all right. Usually the next day we'll send a text like, hey, that was so much fun. If we want to meet up with them again, for sure, we usually send a text the next day. Yeah. Um, we're usually the first person to text, too, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't think not, that's not always, always the case. Um, yeah, so we usually will text the next day and just be like, oh, hey, had a lot of fun. Would love to do it again. And that's and usually if, if we didn't, if we had a lot of problems and we don't want to meet up again, we just, like, don't <laughs> text. <laughs> We ghost them? Is that- we don't ghost them because like, we'll respond to them if they reach back up. And it's only a, only a couple times. It's usually been pretty mutual, I think. Like We played with a couple yeah. and usually it's like it's fallen off and we just never hit each other up again. Yeah. Like the couple when we first started uh, dating, uh, not dating, but we started playing with like early, early on. We met them three times. And then after the third time. Well, it just fizzled out. It just, we just, both of us never really yeah. messaged again. <laughs> And I think that other couple too, like met them three times. And after that, I think it was almost felt like a mutual, like, uh, not going to hit them up again. But that was also after the third time where we were like, oh, we want a full swap during the thing. And they were like, I don't think we're going to want that. So I think it was like kind of like a natural occurrence of things. It was a mutual decision. Yeah. Without straight up being like, we ain't going to see each other again. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I would say the next day is fine if you had a good time. Like, they're probably would be excited to see it if they had just a good time. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't, not to say that you're going to be like, let's hang out now again and fuck again. Yeah, no, <laughs> but, but I think it's just a little like twitch to be like, Hey, this was all great. Let's like, this would be cool. How often do you chat with a couple that you plan to hang out with regularly? We usually maybe a couple handful of times a month. Yeah. Or, if so. Yeah. I or, mean, we get really busy we get busy, so we'll fall off, but then, like... With work, and yeah, but we if work we, really long hours and stuff, so... And if we if you start to get horny again, then that's <laughs> when you start to hit them up <laughs> and start to, like, make plans for the future, I and mean, that's usually how it works. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't text them nonstop, like, because then I guarantee they're probably going to lose interest. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So, I mean... Just play it cool. Yeah, so just if, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you show appreciation and stuff like that, that's really all you need to do. Um, okay, go ahead. All right. Uh, this is on the Swingers subreddit. How not to be awkward during our first swinging encounter. Hi, Swingers. My wife and I have been talking for a while about diving into the Swinger lifestyle, and we were thinking of going to a club first since that seems a good way to get our feet wet. My only worry is, how do you avoid awkward experiences? I'm very sexual, but only been with my wife, so the anticipation and thought is giving me anxiety. But I want to experience it and see if it's for us. Help me out with some advice. Um, I mean, my advice would be for your first experience, maybe not to go to a club. I know. I think this has just been a regular, <laughs> like, this has been our advice for a lot of these in the past couple episodes, but I think everybody's just because jumping on. Because it's almost the equivalent of like, hey, I want to start doing drugs. Should I start with heroin? Like, it's yeah. like, no, you should definitely like dip your toes into it. Because I mean, for me, like going to a club or like a resort um 
was very overwhelming. Yeah. <laughs> Especially as like a newer s- swinger or like someone that was like, I don't know how I feel about this. Yeah, versus, sensory overload. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot. Um, and then versus like potentially just meeting up with a couple and just like seeing how it goes like on a date like not necessarily that you're gonna have sex with them but um i think going to a club for your first things like very overwhelming (laughs) yeah i definitely think it's super overwhelming um and i think just having a couple if you meet up with a couple that you find online it's like i feel like people will all have experience or have an understanding of dating apps and stuff like that like it's like using twitter I mean, not Twitter. It's like using Tinder, you know what I mean? But as a couple to where the interactions are similarly the same and you kind of, you start to develop a little bit more of a comfortability with them. Like as nerve wracking as it still is to meet up with a couple um, off the internet, at least you vetted them beforehand Yeah, where that's not going to happen in the club. Exactly. And also, like, if you're meeting up with, say, someone that, like, has experience, like, you can ask them about their experiences and, like, what advice they can give to you as well. That could be super helpful. Yeah, that's what I mean. If they, going into it, chances are that they've had some advice and stuff like that. So they've... Experience. Experiences, yes, yes. They've had some experiences, so... Like, when you're sitting down and having a meal with them or having a drink or whatever, you're not immediately jumping in. Also, you can set expectations ahead of time to where it's like, hey, this is, we've never played with a couple before, so don't really know if we want to play the first time. We just want to, like, sit down. And nine times out of ten, most couples will sit down with you and just, with no expectations going forward. We've done that a lot just like hey no expectations don't do that and it puts the pressure off of it a it, lot it puts too. the pressure off of it a lot even though i mean most of those times we end up hooking up with them anyway <laughs> yeah but, but but at least like when it makes it easier to ask for that too because you can usually feel the fire by the end and mm-hmm. and everybody's like rearing to go so it, it, it puts the pressure off you don't have as much expectations you can speak openly with them about their experiences and where they found out things have worked and if you want to go home afterwards with them you can also set boundaries with there too and just be like oh like maybe the girls would just play or maybe i mean at a club too like you don't have the pressure of like oh we need to approach people or people might approach us and um what if i'm not interested in them and like i just it's a lot yeah and people are watching you if, if yeah, you do play exactly. like people are i mean i guess you could go to one of the private room area things but people are watching you it's even when the private room things like they're it's it's still not a hundred percent private private or comfortable like you and you can't see everything and it's hard to communicate because there's loud music like mm-hmm. if you're dipping your toes in say like swingers clubs will probably be there for you but Save it for a little bit later after you've dipped your toes in. Yeah, a bit. exactly. Like I can't stress that enough. Everybody just wants to jump in. Like, all right, let's go to a sex club and just see how this is going on. Um, okay. Is this you or me? This is you. Oh, okay, a young couple in the UK looking for tips and tricks, do's and don'ts. Um, as said in the title, we are a young couple. Looking to expand our horizons. We are 
in a new stage of our lives where we want to introduce another male into the bedroom for an MMF threesome. Plenty of candidates, but we don't feel comfortable enough meeting up with them just yet. We've also recently discovered a local swinging club. See, this has been like every yeah, like exactly. swinging clubs. Are supposed, like I think they're just baiting people. Like, oh, if you want to swing, here you go. <laughs> that has really caught our attention and figured it'd be great to possibly meet a nice guy to invite as our third. I also love the thought of being able to walk around butt-ass naked flaunting my body, but I've been told by a couple in the U.S. that in some of these clubs, the men can be really grabby and have no respect. Yeah, if they let singles in, which Uh, is a big (laughs) no-no for us. If there's any men, ladies, couples out there that could help shed some light on some of these clubs or just offer any helps and tips would be greatly appreciated. Um, If you're looking for a single man, uh, let me reiterate again. Don't start at swingers clubs. Like, <laughs> that's what, I think it's just well, like the bait. Especially if you don't have any experience. I think it's the bait of the lifestyle. It's just like, well, oh, a lot of people, swingers clubs. That's all I know about the well, swingers lifestyle. Of, there's clubs for this. Yeah, but a lot of people don't know that there's other options. Yeah, it's... I'm telling you, starting with the apps and online and just like talk to people who are in the lifestyle first. Yeah, that's listen to a good podcast. Try and find a a guy that has experience in the lifestyle too. Yeah, this is versus just some random guy that's like never done it before. This has been a big thing. I I think this has been a big thing we've been talking about a lot with uh, within the uh, on Reddit going around and stuff like that is finding single guys because there are a lot of couples that want to find single guys. But it's like 98% of the guys out there are just far too aggressive or like don't know how to yeah. talk or present hey, themselves. Hey, I'm going to destroy your wife's pussy. Yes. Like. <laughs> like they don't know how to present themselves and it's it's so overwhelming. I'm going to fuck her so much better than you can, dude. The amount of guys that there are <laughs> out there that you can, like the options are outstanding. Finding a good option is tough and i would say it's like a needle in a haystack and i would never try to find one of those guys at a singer swingers club even if they let the single guys in like they'll let single guys into certain ones for like gangbang nights and stuff like that but then even with those a lot of them aren't really talking to the guys because they're vetted by the club so their their paperwork and stuff is all through the club and they're if they're let in they usually have to go through a lot of vetting but I say do this on your own. <laughs> do it in a situation, for, especially if it's going to be your first time for a threesome play, to where you have more control. Like, <laughs> yeah. especially over the situation, you need to talk to these guys and figure out. Like, a lot of them, like, if they send you a dick pic, pick right away, red flag. Definitely if red they, flag. If they consider <laughs> themselves a bull or I mean, like, some, ready to hot wife you. Some women are into that. Yeah, but it if if you're trying to get into it, you, they need to feel out the situation. This is like tip for single guys looking for these. Have a com- don't lead the conversation with any type of sexuality. Don't lead the conversation with here's what my dick size is. Don't do any of that. How about this? <laughs> don't talk about anything sex unless the couple is egging it or, or like is digging for driving it. the conversation they need to drive the conversation not that they need to drive the conversation i think being personable is one of the biggest things somebody who could just be a normal 
I think respectful being. too. Definitely is, respectful uh, is one of the biggest things. Um, don't be aggressive. I know. I know there's a stigma that the guys need to be like the superior, like I'm gonna the dom. Fuck her so fucking good, dude. Yeah, and that's <laughs> hot. But when you're in a couple, it doesn't come off good, especially to the other guy who's probably gonna not be making the ultimate decision, but it's gonna have a lot of say in whether you're gonna be able to be there or not. Don't be super thirsty. Yes, and I think that's huge. So. Yeah, if you want respect from guys, you got to find one on your own first. Uh, it's it's super important. Um, like I said, clubs are always an option to go to later on. I just think you should save the club experience because you'll have a much better experience later on. Yeah. And that's that's the subject for today. It's just been fucking <laughs> going and going. Clubs. Okay. This is you, isn't it? Oh, okay. I didn't know we were still doing questions. Oh, yeah. Uh, This is the Bi Swingers subreddit looking for guidance. I, 38 female, and my bi husband, 48 male, are interested in exploring our fantasies with a transgender female, preferably bi or open, and weren't sure if there's an app that is best for reaching out to those who may be willing to have fun with us. As a side note, we decided to create a shared Reddit account so that we are fully transparent. We want to be respectful of others. But have fun sexually. We're not looking for a poly relationship. I I mean, you're in a good you're in a good subreddit right now for it. If you just yeah. if you post to the like, swingers group too, also depending on what area you're in, there's usually swingers R for R groups to where you can post that. And if you post looking for a trans person, you probably won't get any shortage of uh, for people that don't know what's R for R. Uh, I I don't I forget what it stands for. It's Redditor for Redditor. Okay, like, Redditor for Like, that. you basically want to meet up with someone. Yes. So, and there's there's specific subreddits guided towards that in certain areas. So, if you post that looking for a trans person, I guarantee you, you won't have a shortage of emails or messages. Well, I guess it is depending on where you are, because I'm sure you won't get a, well, yeah, as deep as in an influx in, the in middle southern of nowhere, Kentucky. Yeah, Oklahoma or yeah. something. Like, you're not going to. Yeah, but it's worth trying there. Aside from that, most apps are starting to become more adaptive to this. I think Tinder, I just saw like on Reddit or on Reddit or Twitter or something that Tinder just opened up their what you're looking for like and and the amount of like what you can classify yourself as. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen some people say like that they're upset that swingers or like couples or whatever are go to Tinder. Um, well, yeah, because... I got I got blocked from I got permanently banned from Tinder for the when like years ago, oh. like when we were going off on Tinder looking for people uh, during a heavy yeah people time. get upset because that's not the app for that really yeah so I, I'm I'm permanently banned from there okay. so I don't know if they're gonna be more adaptive <laughs> towards it to like do couple accounts but I would suggest Field Field has been great I mean it's yeah. still a little that's bit that's our go to yeah. And we're gonna start scouting out field again, hopefully soon. Start to play the field and see who's out there, because that's why it's called field, right? <laughs> well, it's F E E L D. Yeah, that's been our favorite. Uh, Reddit's also really good too. Reddit's been great for us for yeah. finding any of the. That granted, we haven't like specifically looked for trans people, but we've seen them all over field and. Yeah. And uh, I think obviously Reddit too. Three funds another one, so I would try those. Um, they're usually pretty good options. 
Okay, now now you want to talk about clubs and stuff like that? Sure. Okay. Um. So, clubs. Clubs are pretty great sometimes. <laughs> okay, I, I, clubs I think are different compared to what area you were, you were in. So, we're in Southern California, so we have a shit ton of clubs around us. Well, we've only been to that one. We've been to one, and it's changed locations every single time we've gone to it. Club Joy. Yeah, and I don't know if that's due to like the landlord situation and what they're doing with it. I don't really know. <laughs> um, clubs, depending on where they are and what they are, could be... Some of them are really fucking dirty, from what I've heard. And yeah. some of them are like really polished and clean and exclusive and stuff like that. I've heard, I've heard on another podcast or whatever, like they have some like celebrity swinger club groups. I'm sure they do. Yeah, how do we get an eye on that wall? You got to be a part of the Illuminati. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I think we've talked about this a little bit on the past, so we'll just touch up. If you do want to go to a club, obviously, if if you've been listening to the rest of this episode, we suggest starting out on the side first meeting some people and then maybe once you're a little bit more comfortable and you've seen some stuff you can go in because it is sensory overload for sure like definitely <laughs> like there's stripper poles and porn and playing on TV. porn playing on the tv and then you walk into the back room or the downstairs and there's literally just gangbangs going on and yeah. giant group set sex just orgy piles and if you've never like seen anything like we've seen uh two 80 year olds going at it too yeah and that's that's what i'm saying it's like if if you haven't if you haven't been in that type of situation or seen that stuff in real life then it will go a little bit in shock to you <laughs> yeah for sure yeah so i would just prepare yourselves a little bit before um, i mean when we went to the clubs like we were a lot younger than we are now and inexperienced and that's also why that was very like overwhelming for us because it was like before we have ever gone to a resort or anything like that like that was our first like public swingers space that we've been to yeah and and it definitely was sensory overload the first time we went yeah um so I, we were talking about it earlier. I mean, and we were by far the youngest people there. Yeah, yeah. By far. Yeah, and that's where I think the clicky thing comes in. It's usually like a lot of older people that have just been doing it for a long time and just I mean, made we a were lot of in friends. our like mid 20s when yeah. we went. And we don't have any friends in the lifestyle at this point. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it was just it's super intimidating and we were just afraid of being approached by people we didn't want to play with or we were afraid of of any Which of that I don't, stuff. I don't remember seeing anyone there that I was like attracted to. Not super attracted to, no. And we we danced a little bit, and I usually have like little shows. Dance Sometimes floor. they'll have dance competitions where they'll like give away swinger resort tickets mm -hmm. or or night stays and stuff like that. So I think, I mean, it's a cool experience and fun to watch. And that's a big thing I think I should say too. If you're nervous about it and you literally just want to watch an orgy. Yeah, you can do that. It's a perfect place to go. It is a perfect place to go, and I mean, it's, you don't have to. You don't have to play. No, and there's like kind or of do like, anything. Like you can just watch and not take your clothes off at all. Yeah, and there's certain like rooms and stuff like that 
and there's like kind of like an open door policy thing that if there's an open door that the the couple really is okay with watching mm-hmm. if you're watching so you can kind of just like go and watch or ask people if you can watch because consent is a big thing mm-hmm. if you're unsure you can always ask if you can watch <laughs> don't touch a- at all oh, unless no, they no, no, no. <laughs> unless they no, give you, you the will okay. get kicked out yeah so it's it's definitely a different feel um if you're not 100 percent used to it uh and we've tried a few times and we've tried what we've tried the swinger clubs a few times and have like gone with the intention of hopefully meeting people and we've gotten like i think we've almost gotten close but it just it was never it never felt comfortable enough Mm -hmm. (laughs) for us to hook up and that's why i think where we've come to now we're like oh if we go again we just we want to bring some swinger friends because i feel like it would be more fun to have it it's like well every time we've gone there's never been anyone like within our age range there to hang out with there so, has but not no one that we've been not really yes there has i've tried to bring them out and then i brought i brought them out from outside after smoking and then you're like ah oh, he's too short for me okay yeah <laughs> i don't remember you turned him down that one that one wasn't me <laughs> um so but it's few and far between for sure i definitely think it's way few and far between and it's 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 definitely it's tough <laughs> It's tough going at, and it's intimidating. And even after our third time going, it was just, I don't know. I think we've left a little bit more disappointed than we go in. So you can't really have high expectations going into a a I mean, I think if you're younger, you know, like if you're older, I think you could have a different experience than us. Probably. We're saying like, it's going to be great when we do go back when we're older, because then we feel like we'll be able to... um, enjoy it and have people in our age range a lot more but i i think that there's also i think bringing a couple that we can have fun with also that we know on the side is going to make the experience a lot more better because it's like when we went and we can dance or whatever but at least if we can all dance within our group that's fun and then it makes it more open and we look like we're having a good enough time to be able to welcome other people that maybe we find attractive in in the spot and then if we want, we can just all go down and play together and watch the orgy and then go into a room and still have our own little like mini orgy. Yeah. Or swap experience, mm-hmm. you know? So I think that's what we're going to do coming up. <laughs> um, oh, like, we're going back to this club? Um, Maybe at some point if they <laughs> want to go, unless you want to try a different club. Uh, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> It's in the future. If you wanted to go out dancing or whatever, and M and B were there, we'd go back with them, wouldn't you? What do you mean, go back? To the club. Oh. What do you think we're just talking about? Uh, I don't know. Or the resort. Maybe. Yeah. So, I mean, we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Um. But yeah, it's. I think it's about how they're feeling, and 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 I mean, I'd rather go there than go to a regular dance club, which we're not really clubbers. I like dancing. Yeah, I don't. Know. So that's what going back <laughs> there would be for then, just dancing, uh-huh. <laughs> dancing with our with our swinger friends. Um, all right, we can talk about our second and third experiences at Club Joy, mm-hmm. which I think we had fun, but it was still. I think here's the thing about us: we're we're night owls, and we're not night owls. Uh, we we go to bed early. You I, are. I am, but you're not. <laughs> and especially like I'm like a grandma. Working. My bedtime's like 
ten thirty. Yeah, and a lot of the clubs are like open from like nine p.m. to like four in the morning or something. Yeah, some that's shit. way too late for me. So, like we were like, oh, they open at nine. Let's go at ten. And like, so we'll show. We showed up. I think the second time at ten o'clock, and there was like nobody there. Yeah. So it's just like us and maybe one other couple there. The dance floor is empty. There's nobody anywhere, which I guess is cool if you want to explore and look around a little bit because there's like really no crazy action going on claim your bed before other people use it yeah so like it's a good to like go explore but then like really it didn't even start getting busy until like past midnight yeah i I remember being tired because we were there and we were getting more tired and it's like oh not much is going on and then we don't feel like like we didn't want to go on the dance floor much because I don't we don't want to be the only people on the dance floor. Yeah. So I think the first time it was just a little bit weird. Uh, not the first time, it was the second time. So we we kind of just sat in our corner and drank as nobody was there and then as it got a little bit later there a couple people started coming and we went into like the playroom on like the tiered bed things mm-hmm. and remember we started playing and I think you were more comfortable playing then because there was nobody else there. Yeah. So we were like, oh, well, okay. And there's an open door on each corner. So there was that. But I think you felt more comfortable playing as long as like you weren't looking at the doors or or looking in any direction. And we were just kind of enjoying ourselves because we were both turned up a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think I went down on you a little bit. And then we started fucking and stuff like that. And then we finished. Uh, we spent a good 20 minutes doing that. And by the time we finished and started to come to, you started real like there was a couple having sex on the couch in the corner. Yeah. And then there was like another dude at like the foot of our tiered bed getting blown. <laughs> and I think we just wanted to like get out and clean up and everything and yeah. have another drink and enjoy it. So this is still like early. This is like 11 o'clock at night. It still wasn't like busy. <laughs> no. And it started getting more and more busy. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think it was like we just went out and like hung out and like I think we danced a little bit, but it was it's still tough. There wasn't like a lot of people going on. And this was the night. This was the same night that I I went out and had a cigarette, and then I met like a guy out there, a couple or whatever. And I was like, oh well, they're cute. Maybe we could hook up with them. And then you weren't attracted to him yeah. when we came back in. <laughs> and that's how it turned. I was like, well, all right. Well, I tried. Well, I'm really picky. <laughs> Yeah, which is, it's fine. You should be picky in yeah. this lifestyle. I just, I feel like I just find women usually more attractive than the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I felt like that night was like, I don't think that, I think that, like, we had fun with each other for a little bit, but I feel like that was, like, the lowest point experiences that we had with the Swingers <laughs> Club, just because it felt, it was dead. There was nobody there. And even by yeah. like, I think we ended up leaving at one o'clock, 1 a.m. or whatever, and it still wasn't that crazy packed. No. And it wasn't that bumping. And it was the dirtiest uh, like location that they've had. I wouldn't say dirty. I would say like grungy. Yeah. 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 Like it just, it, it didn't feel. It just felt like kind of like seedy. Right. <laughs> And that was like, I think their playrooms were like spread out too much too. Cause we didn't even watch anybody that, or well, there was nothing really going off that was that crazy that night. So we didn't like sit and watch a lot of people have sex or, or anything like that. I think we just like, like bounced after a while just cause yeah. it was never that much action going on. 
Now, the third time we went, there was a lot more action going on. And that was the one where the I think the player was in the basement. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where we didn't really... I don't think we played with anybody, but there was we a lot more... We didn't play with anyone. No. There was a lot more people going... Like, there was a lot more people there. And it was a lot more full. And I think they had competitions and stuff like that that night, too. Like Yeah, stripper. they had, like, a strip-off or something. Yeah. Yeah. And and that was fun because um, we like to we enjoy watching that stuff. I think that stuff at least keeps us a little bit entertained, and we danced a little bit. But then um, we did spend a little bit of time downstairs because it was packed, and like the play area was getting pretty fucking packed. And the play area consisted of the like you walk down the stairs, and it opens up to like this big, big open room. And there's like a bunch of couches and stuff going around the room, and like chairs. And in the middle, there's like I felt like there was like four king size beds pressed together. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where you were saying we saw like the 80, old couple yeah. doing it. Yeah. And I mean, they they rotated out and stuff like that because after a while, there was like a six person like pile going to town mm-hmm. on that bed. And there was like some more attractive people there through the night. So it was entertaining to watch. And it was sexy. And I think that's where the clicks started coming in. Because somebody randomly would come in and go, Oh, it's good to see you again. And then slap the girl on the ass. And then <laughs> she would start sucking his dick. And it's like, oh, that's their greeting right now. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, there's definitely a click thing going on. Yeah. But I think that turned us on a little bit more. Because we were like knew we weren't going to play as much with anybody. But like it was... Nice to sit there, and I think you started jerking me off a little bit in the seat as we were like watching the couples in the center table. And then I got up, and then you started sucking my dick right there. Mm-hmm. And this was in the middle of the open room. And I, I remember it very clearly because there was a couple sitting next to us, and they were a little bit older too, but the the woman in the couple like because she thinks she was sitting on her man's lap, but she kept like looking over and like looking at my dick and you sucking me. And looking up at me and kind of like licking her lips or whatever. <laughs> I knew she wanted it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. She wanted your dick. <laughs> yeah, she wanted She was like, that looks tasty as shit right there. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, we didn't, we didn't end up playing with them. I just, I, I could feel like that in the situation or whatever. I feel like that's usually like where the open door is. Like it makes it easier to ask and it's less intimidating. But it's also mid getting dick sucked. So... I don't know, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. Um, and it's out in the open, so which didn't make me feel as comfortable either because you have, like, I don't know, 100 people in this room. And how this place was set up also is because you have that big open area in the center, and then it's bordered by, like, these partitions mm-hmm. where have, like, almost walled off. Like, they're, like, built walled off rooms with, like, beds and stuff like that. Yeah, but it's not, like, actual walls. They're, like, screens, They're, like, basically. partitions, yeah. It's like someone stapled a flat sheet to like a one by three. It's almost like the it's like it's almost like the partitions in the uh in like bathrooms with like the open area on the bottom and the top and stuff. Yeah. Um so that's how it was. And I think once we started getting built up, like there was a room open, so we ended up just going into the room and, and, and having sex on the bed and that was kinda hot too, just because like we kind of could take our time, know that nobody was watching us because we closed the door. Yeah, that's the closed door <laughs> policy, and know that nobody's watching us. But you can still hear 
like all the sex going around you and people getting plowed and stuff like that, which I think adds another element to it. Because when you can hear live people having sex all around you, uh, I don't know, it's kind of hot. So, and that's kind of how we finished off. And then we have, it's been a while since we've been back to the club because I think just we found Solace in other places. Like we, we like resorts a little bit more because I feel like it just, I don't know, resorts put you more into it. And I think you, I like having the buildup that resorts will give you. Like you can chill by the pool and relax and it's not as much tension right away with the clubs. I, I do wish the resorts that we've gone to the clubs or the resorts in LA or California that we've gone to had a heavier club scene <laughs> at mm-hmm. night. Cause that's where it kind of gets weak. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those were pretty lame. Yeah. And we'll talk about <laughs> exotic dreams and, and some of the clubs in Palm Springs on a different episode. Resort. But yeah. The resorts and stuff like that. But uh, like I said, I think, I think there might be clubs might be in our future again. At some point, maybe when we get older and we can bring somebody. They're just room. like my least favorite thing that we've Yeah, done. in the lifestyle so far. Yeah. We we are big fans of public, just regular meetups. I really want to try parties, though. I think parties would be, if we could find one, because that's, I think, been our hardest thing is being able to find a solid party where we feel comfortable going to and we know everything's vetted. It's just scary, I think. Yeah. But I, I think parties would be a good a good alternative to, to kind of go into. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you guys know any parties in Southern California, let us know. <laughs> We'd like to get on the party list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's, that's been our, our, how we sum up clubs, I guess. <laughs> so some people love them. We're just not one of those. And that's where we differ a lot from a lot of people in the lifestyle. <laughs> yeah. Um, We might like parties more though. So I yeah. mean, I think most of it is just from, like our personal experience being younger. Yeah. I think that was like a major reason why we did not really like I mean for me personally, why I didn't like the clubs. Yeah. I think so too. So. Yeah. So, um yeah, if you want to hit us up with a message or 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 a question or anything like that, go ahead and send us a text. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 925-307-9464. That's 925-30-SWING. Um, uh, you can also email us at swingbypodcast at gmail.com. We are also at Reddit at swingbypodcast and Twitter, swingbypodcast. So mm-hmm. yeah, check us out all there. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.